Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to Business Women Australia podcast, the podcast for ambitious women who are serious about business success and leadership development, keen to increase their knowledge and skills. And welcome to another episode of Business Women Australia podcast. This is episode 23. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen and founder of podcastingwithpurpose.com. My guest today has a question for you. What are you doing today to proactively move towards achieving your dreams? We'll leave that question for you. But for now, let's welcome Suzanne Laidlaw to the show. Suzanne has over 25 years in key business management roles, and she started and built many businesses from the ground up. She inspires individuals and business owners to reach their potential and to be the best versions of themselves that they can be. Having faced and overcome adversity many times, including saving her husband from a house fire and overcoming a life-threatening disease, she understands how to surmount setbacks. Now, if you're looking for businesses or personal growth, or you want to know the key to planning and sticking to your goals, she can help you. Now, on today's show, she's going to share how to identify our business objectives and learn the how the when and whys of planning. She's gonna share with us how we can increase our profits and improve our cash flow through simple but effective accounting techniques, as well as how to understand what sets apart those who are successful in business and those who are not. Lots and lots to talk about on today's show. Welcome. Thank you. Um, It's an honor to be here. And um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to share some little tidbits and gems that will inspire people to, you know, take the next step. Oh, look, I am sure you will. In your introduction, my goodness, you've also faced some adversity in your personal life as well, including saving your husband from a house fire. My goodness, how many years ago was that? Um, I, we'd only just recently been married. So I was probably, I think it was 1988. Wow. Um, and so we'd only just recently been married and um, it was just spontaneous combustion and um, it was one of these freak accidents. He'd opened a can of petrol and the, the, the fumes um, engulfed him and static electricity from his jacket and his jumper, woolen jumper, created a spark in the air and created the actual tin to explode. Wow. So it was, um, and the house caught on fire and, and you know, there was all the... The replications that go on after that ICU burned unit. Yeah. Um, he actually passed away um, and came back. Um, and that was actually our first experience of starting a business was about 12 months after that because he was in full um, pressure garments. Mm. Uh, have you ever seen the pressure garments when yes. someone has been burnt? Yeah, mm. he was full head to toe of pressure garments. And we just had our first child. This was just over a year, about 18 months after the accident. And 
basically we were both unemployable because oh. I had a newborn baby I was breastfeeding he looked like Freddy Krueger and so I couldn't really use his hands his hands were just they were they were an absolute mess and so we thought oh well we're unemployable so we'd better make our own destiny and um, start our own business because we're going to have to make it happen the interest rates at that stage were over 20 percent we yes, just bought our first high. house <gasps> so that was our first ride in my early 20s my first um I suppose, instant of having my back against the wall and thinking, well, if it's going to be, it's up to me, mm -hmm. well, it's up to us. Yes. And we just had to dig in and go for it. Yeah. And what's that saying? And the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. You probably wouldn't yes. have chosen that way to get into business, into entrepreneurship, no. I'm sure, if you had to have the choice. But uh, no. I'm sure it, it really has demonstrated some unique characteristics and just approach to, you know, the ups and downs that I'm sure that you've experienced in business. Now, let's talk about planning. Sometimes mm -hmm. you talk to people in business and you, you say the word planning and their eyes kind of glaze over. But it's so important, isn't it? So let's share the how, when and whys of planning. Why is this so important? I, th I, think, I think planning um, is important with our whole life as well as our business. You know, and, and I go back to, to, you know, the accident, which was, you know, so many years ago now, but it still plays its, its, its play out today. Um, a couple of years before that, we'd been to, um, to see, I think it was actually Zig Ziglar. Um, and um, he, had, he was doing one of his presentations and he said, you know, if you can't believe it and see it, if you can't dream it, you can't make a plan back to now with how you're going to actually achieve it. Mm. So he was like, you know, dream your wildest dream. So when we're talking about planning, it might be, you know, planning a house renovation. It might be planning, you know, to go global with your business. It might be planning your fitness. It might be planning a family, whatever it is. You've got to actually believe it and, and dream it first. And when we went to this, this presentation, this was a couple of years before the accident, and Zig Ziglar's like, dream your wildest dreams. Where do you want to be in 20 years? Where do you want to be in 30 years? Where do you want to be in, in, in 10 years? Where do you want to be in five years? And, you know, dream your wildest dreams. Nothing is out of the realms of possibility. If you can dream it, you can plan it and do it. So we smashed out this list. We want to start a business. We want to have children. We want to travel the world. We want to do all these things. And, and the weird thing is, is that, that when David was, you know, faced with this enormity um, of, of what he was faced, you know, the life-death situation and, you know, everything taken away, um, months later speaking about, you know, what was, the, what was one of the things that, that, that kept driving him to go on and kept driving him to persist? Because they kept saying, we don't know how he'll go. It's up to here. It's up to mm, him mm. to decide, you know, how, how well he will recover. It's, it's how determined, how, how much belief he has. And he said, Susie, I kept thinking about all our plans. I kept thinking about all our plans and our dreams. He said, we just started our journey together and we had, we'd laid out 20, 30, 40 years together. Mm. And, and I didn't want to give up on you. We, we'd done those plans together and I didn't want to leave you so soon. And, and it's almost like if you lay out the road of success, whether it be your business, whether it be your, your house, whether it be your investments, your family, if you lay them out in front of you of how you'd like to see them, them unfold, it's almost like the magnet that keeps you mm. focused on, on what you want to achieve. Yes. But if you have no dreams and no goals and no plans, um, it's really hard to achieve 
that kind of success if you can't see it. Yes, makes so much sense. I remember years ago, uh, Suzanne, that I went and actually took a, a planning um, a planning workshop for a group of accountants. And one of the accountants who was there uh, had just joined the team not so long ago. It was interesting. She said, I don't put anything on my plans or even my goals unless I've analysed it first, I've mapped it out and I know that I can achieve it. She didn't last very long at that company because one of the things that they really wanted to do was what are your wildest dreams? And often the how will come mm. later. So, mm. and, and sometimes that's one of the things, isn't it, that prevents us from putting it down on paper and dreaming those incredibly wild dreams because mm -hmm. we don't yet know how. So when you think about that list, those many years ago that you wrote yes. them down, I'm imagining that many of those things, you had no idea how you were going to achieve it. But you Absolutely. put it down on paper because this was just something that you really, if it was on your list and achievable, and yes, you knew mm -hmm. it was, you were going to put it there. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And the thing is, we can't predict what happens to us in life. Mm. You know, life just comes at us from all different angles at, that we least expect. But if we have, and, and I sort of I liken it sometimes to the Google Maps, you know, when, when we key in, we'd like to be at this restaurant by this time. And then we're going along our journey and it, and it tells us, oh, we're five minutes ahead of schedule. Oh, no, we're two minutes behind schedule. It's constantly giving us feedback. We mm. will get there, but we might not get there at the time we exactly thought and yeah. the actual route that we thought. Because often when we do go on a Google Map journey, it sends us some interesting ways that we wouldn't have expected. Yes. Exactly the same with life. Yeah. You know, and if you ask my husband now what was the worst thing that ever happened to you, he would definitely say the accident. Mm. He would definitely say the burn. But if you also said to him what was the best thing that happened to you, he would also say the accident, the burn. Wow. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I have business owners that come to me and say, oh, some, you know, fabulous manager is just, just put in their resignation. What am I going to do without them? And it's the worst thing in the universe. And how are we going to do our plans? Because he was key in it. But then six months later, they say, oh, it's the best thing that ever happened. Mm. This new person that came is 10 times better than him. And they're really, really pushing this in a totally different direction that we mm. hadn't have thought. Yes. Um, and so often... When you're, when you're fulfilling a plan or, 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 or have a, a vision or a dream that you're wanting to go to, it's not just you, it's often with collaboration. Often people have half ideas when we collaborate together, which can be your, your team at work, it could be a sporting team, a family team. It's that collaboration of energies and ideas that, that gets the momentum even faster. Mm, so, so true. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely makes sense. And I think sometimes it's just even the fear of even wanting to, to voice it. And, you know, for sometimes for women too, I've, I've heard of a term called goal trauma, and that is when we set a goal and we put our heart and soul into it, and then it didn't turn out. And that can cause a trauma there that we think, well, I'm not, I'm not going to stretch myself too thin. I'm just going to play it safe. But what ends up happening is we play small or we don't play at, at all. But what really I, I, I'm hearing from you is that 
that, you know what, we need to really put it down on paper and at least give it voice, uh, write it down. And then whatever happens in between, we have to have some approaches, some attitudes. How are we going to look at that situation? Yes, is it stretching us? Yes, is it a challenge? Yes, if, if you didn't have to go through it, it certainly wouldn't. You wouldn't have chosen to. However, when you look at past that, what are some insights you learn? What's the growth opportunity? Just like the ex wonderful example you use of your husband, that one situation was the worst and the best. And I think mm -hmm. you can only learn from that if you're willing to. And I think that that's such a, a huge lesson when we're looking yes. at, at, at our business. Something else which can often be a huge lesson if mm -hmm. we choose to look at it is around cash flow and i know that many women we look we think about cash flow and our finances and think oh, it's way too hard but it's so important because if we're not measuring and tracking we can't make better decisions we can't eliminate the things that are not working well so let's talk about some insights around increasing profits improving our cash flow through what you say simple but effective accounting techniques what are they yes um it all goes back to, to planning, Anne-Marie. So as an example, say we've got a business and I often get people that come to me and say, I would like to sell my business in three or four years. Okay, how much do we want for that business? Well, great, okay, we need to be doing this kind of turnover to, to warrant selling a business for that. Mm -hmm. So then let's bring it back to, okay, where are we now financially? How big is that gap? And what can we do to improve our financial situation, which includes cash flow. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things we're looking at in improving cash flow and in, 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 in improving our financial situation is to say, okay, where am I now? And often when I speak to business owners, they've never reviewed their expenses or they haven't done it for a very long time. So all of my clients I work with, I would highly recommend that they have a current budget. So that is one strategy that can make a huge difference just straight away reviewing all the expenses and most people when I sit down with them find out they haven't renewed insurances, they haven't reviewed any annual contracts for a long time. Um, they also have a lot of direct debits that they forgot about if, they, if they're not if they're not having a proactive budget, um, which is you know which is I know sounds simple, but 95% of people that come and speak to me don't have a budget. So so the first tip is review your expenses. Um, the other thing as well is looking at, okay, some products, do you have a higher margin in than other products? Mm -hmm. Now, I gave homework for a client the other day. What about if we review all your product groups or services and have a look, have, got, have some got more margin in than others? Are some more leveraged than others? And then the business owner came back and said, oh my goodness, that was the most amazing thing I've ever done for such a long time in my business. Do you know there's some products that we sell that are double the margin? Mm. And I was like, fantastic, that's gold. So what can we do with that? Well, we can look at focusing on the products that have more margin in on the ones that have less margin. Yes, yes. So simple, simple techniques um, and sharing with the team, okay, these products have got higher margin in for, for our organisation. We're going to hit our targets um, quicker if we focus on these products mm -hmm. or, or, or actually restructure some of the products. Yeah. So true. It's a huge, huge difference. A huge difference. You know, and sometimes as business owners, um, we don't want to put our hand up and ask the question because we don't want anyone to know that we don't actually know. And I remember oh. one of my colleagues who was an accountant and I said to her, this isn't going back a number of years, and I said to her, and I think it was, um, can't remember the term, but something like Arbit or something. And I said, what's this? <laughs> and she goes, 
it's this and this and this, you know, with that kind of look. And I thought, you know, and I just went, oh, good. That's right. I remember that. But it's such a great reminder unless we ask the question and we're not going to know. Like, you know, some people might be thinking, well, what do you mean when you're talking about margin? You're talking about profits. If, if, you know, if uh, if a product that you have or even a service costs a lot more for you to produce and get it out there, why would you be spending so much time on trying to sell that than a product that has got far more profits for you at the end of the day? You want to focus on, on that. And I think it's yes. such a great reminder. If we don't understand something, ask the question. Because once yes. someone such as yourself explains it to us and we feel far more empowered and knowledgeable, we can make better decisions for our business. And particularly around, you know, as you said, your costs, what sort mm-hmm. of expenses are going out and when we start to monitor that we can really ensure that we're keeping most of the profits and income that we're generating yes. in our own pockets than uh, in our suppliers so let's talk about mm-hmm. the other thing that you wanted to share some insights around is what sets us apart from businesses who are successful and those who are not successful what's those things i think proactive is probably um the first thing that comes to mind um first of all are they very clear of what that plan of success looks like which we've already discussed and and that also um touches on cash flow again are they clear on what their proactive cash flow is going out ahead so if if we're sitting here and talking about a cash flow challenge have have we got the next three months set out do we know when the bass is due when the credit card's due when the wages which weeks have you know four pay cycles and which have five pay cycles so that they can look out ahead and go, okay, that's my cash flow proactive in the future. And what can I do now? Or in six weeks' time, there's going to be a gap. Great. I've got six weeks' notice to look at, say, all right, well, that that um, spending can wait. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look at cutting that this month. And um, what about if we get some deposits this month? And what about if we get some debtors down? Great. We've all of a sudden fixed that foreseen six-week cash flow gap. Um, and so it's about being proactive in, in your business um, with where you are with your plans, where you are with your goals, where you are with the strategies and sharing that with the team mm-hmm. um, because it's really important for the business's vision to be shared by the team. So with very successful business owners, that's one of the things that is, is very apparent with a business that's very successful, the whole team are inspired, the whole team are enrolled on that journey that the business owner has shared with with them. Mm. So the business owner, first of all, must be enrolled and inspired with their vision of where they're taking the business. And it's the business, not their own personal vision, which sometimes they get confused. And then that team that they have with them coming on the journey they must be enrolled and inspired to go on that journey and achieve it, whether it's to be, you know, the award winner for this, whether it's to be the leader in this, whether it's to be, you know, touching X amount of, you know, um, business owners um, to to take their business to the next, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think being proactive, um, having your team um, inspired um, and enrolled and invested in their heart to actually go on the journey with you and knowing everyone knowing what the goals are and and following through with those proactive strategies. So it's all about the future opposed to the past. Whereas business owners that are not so successful, I find they're they're talking about the problems of the past. Mm. They're very putting out bushfires. They're very reacting. And 
it's funny, I was I was having um, a, a conversation with a client the other day and she she noted the click from reactive to proactive. Yes. And she was like, oh, it's all of a sudden changed. Everything is about the future now. We're mm-hmm. talking strategies. We're talking cash flow projections. We're looking at projections of what's happening between now and Christmas, now and the end of the financial year. Mm-hmm. We're not working on things that are in the past anymore. Yes. Makes and so much sense. Change. Yeah. I think from a business point of view, you have to be able to look at various angles of your business if you will you need to have insight hindsight oversight foresight but once you get those key systems in place they're things that stay in place but obviously that are going to change with the numbers for instance if you think about marketing if you know that you've set a a sales target and you kind of know how many conversations that you need to have when you start calculating it out in that way you know that if you're not out networking if you're not proactively marketing that means you're not going to set up sales conversations you're not then going to enroll clients either selling products or services so that's Mm -hmm. going to impact and similarly as you say from a cash flow point of view if you haven't got people coming in your pipeline that will eventually turn into business then that's something that is just going to to dry out and I think sometimes it can be a little if we don't have any of that in place it can be overwhelming but it's just start with one thing get that in place first make it sure if you've got team members that they're empowered and inspired um, to contribute and, and to see those things drive through too in the business. And then the next thing, do you find that true too, that sometimes business owners, we try and take on too much and we stretch ourselves thin and then nothing really works for us because we kind of become overwhelmed and think, oh, look, it's too hard. Do you find that too? Yes, hmm. yes, yes, absolutely. And I, I find that, I suppose, with my planning because that's something I'm very passionate about is helping business owners get a very clear plan and I find uh, once they get that clear plan it's almost like they've got all the jigsaw pieces out of their head they've put them together and they've got a really great picture and they get really excited and and that's just given this amazing enthusiasm and drive and then there's this okay so where do I start it's scary so so that's where I look at saying okay well we know what the next 12 months looks like what in the next quarter is crucial to your success and just pick if they're a one-man band maybe two strategies to work on Mm -hmm. um you know one of them i find that i was thinking of in relation to cash flow and marketing what you were saying um often business owners will say look i just need more turnover so i've got to do more marketing i've got Mm -hmm. to do more networking and more marketing and then i asked the question of you know maybe they've been in business for five or six years they've been you know building this database and we look at saying well how much does it cost to market for a new client um and and they might be talking about how much they pay per click or how much for seo or how much for 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 adwords and then i'll ask them the question of okay so we've got this database of people that have done business with you in the past Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to increase the average dollar sale or it's a lot easier to increase the number of transactions of our existing clients that trust us already because it doesn't cost anything because mm. you already have the relationship it might it might just mean a text an email a phone call um you know a newsletter some kind of a connection because mm. they trust you already so often people uh, will will be reactive with jumping to say we need more leads yeah. but they've got all these goals sitting there and and, and that's definitely a, a cash flow tip if somebody's wanting to get conversion quickly, wanting to get some cash sales in quickly, 
go and speak to the clients you've dealt with for years mm. because you can increase your average dollar sale by say 10% and that can have a huge impact on the business annually yeah, or can. just increase number of transactions by 5 or 10%. Yeah. Again, massive impact on the cash flow. Yeah, so, so true. And I think so often we leave money on the table that way because we're always looking for what's the next best thing, what's the next best thing. Something else that you mentioned too, when we are looking through at our expenditure, we may mm -hmm. see that a lot of our costs are higher and that mm -hmm. we can reduce that and get better suppliers or maybe negotiate a really good, you know, solid reduction in that because we want to continue doing business with them. So there's so many different options that as business owners, we may not even consider but once we start looking at each individual piece of content that's on our um, you know profit and loss and so forth we can then become far more uh, discerning about um, yes. what we say yes to and of course yeah the follow-up and all of that kind of thing too mm. so when you're thinking about um, planning then again if, if there was one last insight that you want to share with everyone and let's face it we've just started September so we've got a whole quarter to the end of the year and sometimes in December we can time tend to wind down but often how we finish the year will often determine how we start the following year and the momentum that we build. So when it comes to planning, what would you say are the key things, even if you would list three things that we should start considering so that not only do we finish the year running, but also hit the ground running for 2019? Yes, a great, great question for this time of year. Um, most business owners should have got their end of financial year profit and loss by now. Yeah. So. If, if someone is looking at saying, right, this is it, I've got to make the change, I would urge them to get their profit and loss out from last year and then have a look at what's happened so far this year and then look at, okay, what would success be at the end of this financial year compared to what just happened in the last financial year? And and am I on the right track or not? What are the gaps? So so we've got, we've got the last year, we've got what's happening this year and we've got this blank space for the future. So... They need to see what that looks like. So just getting together a bit of a budget mm. of the new financial year. So really a budget is just a goal, yes. a, a, a goal of what your expenses are, a goal of what your margins are, and a goal of what your turnover is. So get that mapped out what success looks like mm -hmm. and then have a look where the gaps are and say, well, what are the strategies that I need to do between now and Christmas to actually really make that happen? Is it just that I have to increase my average dollar sale by just a little bit? Is it just I need to get my debtors and creditors underway? I mean, I had a gentleman mm. came to me once. They were over 200000 that he had in debtors. Wow. And he hadn't been following up, had no follow-up system. Yeah. He just he just left it at that. So so that affects cash flow. It How, does. You know, might, might be saying, look, I'm going to get my debtors under control and start picking them up, picking the phone up and speaking to them. Mm. So, so just those two or three key strategies that need to be implemented between now and Christmas that are going to have a direct impact mm. on you achieving your goal, target, end of financial year, what success would look like if we compare it to what happened last year. Yes. And so it might be that I have to get a website. I've got to get a presence. Mm. You know, it might be I have to get a new team member. I have to get some assistance. Mm -hmm. um, it might be that, you know, I, you know, whatever it may be, everybody's different depending on, on where they're at in their journey. Mm -hmm. um, but, but that's really the same for every business. Getting yeah, clear where advice. you want to go and what you need to do and what success looks like. Yeah. But it's the actions that count because often 
people have grand ideas and goals, but they actually don't do the actions that that need to actually be done to achieve that. Yeah, so true. And I love the way that you've reminded us of the fact that we have ended a year. So now is a really good time to go and reflect on that, but use it as a starting point. Because sometimes we may have set really great grand goals, which is great. And, and sometimes we may not have achieved that and that's okay because we've had a quarter already. What have we done? What could, what do we need to, to let go of and, and start to focus on? And I think it's a great reminder and so often we have these great plans, but if we chunk it down and put it in 90 day um, action plans, if you will, helps us build momentum because it's often, and I love your feedback on this, it's often the little steps but those foundational steps that when we start to implement that and build momentum, and we know that they're working, that's when we can continue to build the business and look at other things rather than trying to achieve that big goal first. It starts with the little goals first and the key foundations in place. Would you agree? And that momentum. Yes, yes absolutely. And I think that that relates to the, the point you said before about people being upset about not achieving goals. Mm. There should be no surprises because you're working on it every week and you're working on it every month. So, uh, you know, when I'm working with my clients, there's no all of a sudden mystique, oh, voila, we've got here and we didn't achieve it or we did achieve it. We know where we are every yeah. step of the way because you've got your budget, you've got your plan, you've got your strategies, you're working towards it. So mm-hmm. you can see just like building a house, you have a plan for a house, and it's as it happens, you see it evolve. It's not, oops, it didn't work. Mm. You, you know if your time schedule for your house building is going to be out. There's no surprises because yes. you, you're watching the journey as it unfolds. Mm. So important. Don't wait to the end of a financial year for you for you to, to dive in and find out what your figures are showing you. We need yeah. to be on top of that. Uh, as you say, on a regular basis, because that means that we can shift and change. If we launch something and we didn't go quite to what was expected, we can change it. That's the beautiful thing about smaller businesses. We're not these major, major corporations. Often many of us who are watching and listening, we, we can make a change. You know, if we identify something, we can pretty much implement that. Um, forward straight away. Suzanne, loved our conversation today. Also very, very important. Uh, I'm certainly at the stage now where I'm looking at the next quarter, which is really exciting putting those uh, plans together. So if someone's been listening and watching today and really can see that they need support in this to really make sure that they end this year um, with some results that they can really hold up and say, fantastic, we've done well. What is the best way for them to find out more about you and of course to connect with you? They can go to my website, um, which is just my name, Suzanne Laidlaw, um, with two Zs, um, .com.au. Um, my number's there. They can give me a call, have a coffee. I'm happy to connect with them. And the thing is, there is plenty of the financial year left. And there is, like, great, it's a, it's a great time to say, right, I'm going to really get stuck into it, work for the next three months hard, have an amazing Christmas, and then, you know, get stuck into it again in the new year. So mm. there's a good nine months, ten months to go, even if you have some time off at Christmas. Yes, yes. So oh, it, look. It, it's perfect. Yeah, I think everything that we were speaking about today, and I read a quote, I can't remember which platform it was on, but any time that you're going to do a little bit of a dive in and really set yourself up some key foundations, when's the best time? Now is always the best time because if you're able to identify something and make some changes and tweaks, that is definitely going to impact down the track for you. And now's the best time to make some of those changes. So, 
with it with a tree as well. Yes. Um, I've got a business planning workshop coming up 14th and 15th of September, which is a Friday, Saturday. I think it's already half booked out. There's probably maybe four seats left. Mm. Um, if someone was really keen and said, I have to do something about it now, I'm more than happy to talk to them about it, you know, in fabulous. the next couple of weeks before it happens. Yeah, fabulous. And of course, uh, what we're going to do on this Facebook uh, live, uh, Suzanne, you can then reach out and just let people know and they can uh, reach out to you, of course, um, and find out more, more details about that uh, as well. And I'm sure you've got other workshops such as that coming up too that you can connect with Suzanne and find out more about how you can, um, yeah, become involved in that. Well, thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. I hope I've inspired someone to take their, their dreams to the next level. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Well, there you go. That's another show of the Business Women Australia, another great show with lots of tips and insights to help you build a successful business. Now, if you are only just joining us for the very first time and you want to know how you can become part of this dynamic collective of leaders and learners so you can gain the knowledge and the skills to build a successful business, all you need to do is go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au. That's a businesswomenaustralia.com.au.